Good people, good people. What's going on? It's your boy Conquer Jones coming at you with the Comfort Zone. Uh, if you don't know the Comfort Zone, on one end is an oxymoron. It means step outside of your comfort zone. And number two, it means being free to express yourself however you are without any type of, uh, <laughs> uh, what am I trying to say, without any type of criticism or without any type of somewhere that ends with action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somewhere that ends with action. But, you know, another thing that uh, gets me about the comfort zone is I think we look at the comfort zone wrong. And I'm going to turn this into a whole episode like I did before I uh, pause. But when we think about our comfort zone, we always say your comfort zone is a place where you uh, get like you don't want to get stuck in your comfort zone or blah, blah, blah. This is this. But truth be told, we all are in our comfort zone. We all do stuff that brings us some type of comfort, period. You know, nobody looks at something and says, oh, my God, I absolutely hate that. I know I'm going to hate it for the rest of my life. Oh, my God, I absolutely hate this person. I know I'm going to hate this person for the rest of my life, so let me go in that direction. Nobody does that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to a certain extent, we all live in our comfort zone. But it's all, uh, the show is also about having the ability to live in your comfort zone uh, freely. Now, that may sound kind of contradictory to the next thing I'm going to say because another thing about a comfort zone is that we don't do politically correct over here. Again, that most likely falls in line with stepping out of your comfort zone, but politically correct ain't something that we do. Anyway, I've been sitting up here giving you the introduction for two minutes, and I want to get into this podcast. It's called Parenting One-on-One, but it's actually not necessarily about the basics of parenting, even though I do feel like we need to change our mindset as parents. Let me tell you this. I was riding home the other day, and I thought about all the things that I wanted to do when I had kids and the choices that I made to be there for my children instead of uh, not being involved in their lives. Like, I, I had, uh, well, let me not say I had. A lot of people look at it like men, especially black men, have the opportunity to walk away from being involved in their children's lives, but not all black men are like that. Uh the one thing I, I said I would never do is have children and not be active in their lives. And I've done a damn good job through all types of storms and fires being involved in my children's lives. But I was riding home the other day and I said, man, I sacrifice a lot for my kids. And instantly, I'm going to say instantly God checked me and said, how can you say you sacrifice a lot for your kids when they're your kids? You did what you were supposed to do. And it's what uh, encouraged this episode right here on why we need to stop uplifting the basics of parenting, you know. And I, I guess I'll say it like this. If we stop praising parents for doing what they're supposed to do and start chastising the parents that ain't doing what they're supposed to do, we live in a better world. You know, I'm going to start off with the fathers at first. Like, even when my children were young, people would say, oh, you're such a good dad. You were involved in their lives. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be. You know, it, it was never an option for me not to be there. And I understand y'all say men can walk away again, but not all men feel like that. There's a lot of men out here, out here who feel just as obligated as a woman 
to be in their children's lives no matter what. But for some reason, as a man, and I can even say this as a black man, I got praises for doing what I was supposed to do, which is spend time with my kids, which is try to teach my kids things, which is hopefully if I didn't have to work or if I was able to take out, go to my children's events, which is talk to my kids, love my kids, nurture my kids. I got tired of people telling me that I was such a good person for doing what I'm supposed to do. I help bring them into this world. It's my responsibility and my obligation to help raise them. But it, this this happens so much to where we see black men. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm specifically speaking to black men on this one because that's my culture. You know, when we see black men there for their kids and like, oh, that's such a good person. That's great. Good individual. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is we've got so used to being undervalued and undervalued is not the proper term we've gotten so used to the negative stereotype that have been put on black people and that have been put on black men that we play praise the black men that are there doing what they're supposed to do instead of checking the ones that ain't like i guarantee you this you got five homeboys all of them had kids four of them taking care of their kids if the four homeboys stop hanging around that one that ain't taking care of his kids that dude going to either do one or two things. He's going to go find other people who ain't taking care of their kids, or he's going to start spending time with his kids because that's what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But even then, we don't push other men enough to be in their kids' lives right because for some reason it ain't our village. It ain't our, it ain't our business. And you got to admit, in these days, a lot of people don't want to take constructive criticism. You know, but <laughs> I know I may be blabbing, but still, we, we literally have to stop praising men for being in their children's lives when they help bring them into this world. And you can even go so far as saying, well, I don't know if the child is really mine. Get the DNA testing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't know if the child is yours, I'm sorry that fell down. Talking to my lady, forgive me. Uh, if you don't know if the child is yours, get the DNA test. Get the DNA test to prove that that child is yours, and then you step up and do what you're supposed to do as a man. Don't praise me for being in my children's life. That's my responsibility. That's my obligation. I can't walk away. You can sit up here and say I can because I didn't physically give birth to these kids. But no, nah, I can't walk away because they're my kids too. Point blank, period. That's uh, the basis of one thing. The next thing is even when it comes to mothers who say they gave up so much for their children, it's still along the same line of where you chose to have those kids. You know what I'm saying? Abortion has been very easy up until recently with all of these dumb laws they're trying to pass. You chose to have a child. You could have given it up for adoption. And I applaud you for sticking it out and toughing it out. But nevertheless, we're still praising people for doing what they're supposed to do. Granted, it can get tougher on a mother. It can be tougher on a mother when a father walks away. I'm not saying it's not... I'm not trying to downgrade or downplay that at all. It can be really tough on a mother to raise children by herself, uh, especially if she has more than one. I'm not saying it's easy at all because even one child needs two parents in order for them to be properly raised. Granted, people pull it off, but let's be for real. One child needs both parents. <laughs> well, it's kind of weird saying that because there's some really awful people out there who just didn't ever need to have kids. But anyway, when it comes to the mothers, I'm, I'm even to the point now to where 
I don't see why we're congratulating mothers so much. I mean, people may not like what I'm about to say, but I feel like women get a pass on so much stuff, it's ridiculous. And this is one of those things that women get a pass on. You know, uh, a woman gets pregnant, and everybody blames the man for her getting pregnant. I mean, unless she was, like, literally raped or given some date rape drug or, or something like that, uh, she was involved in the actions of, of having sex at, at the same time as a man was. If it's anything that's consensual, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, then I don't feel like the man should be blamed for that woman getting pregnant in it, but that's how society is. Society blames a man more for the woman being pregnant instead of sitting up here saying, hey, you chose to spread your legs. You chose to get involved in that. Granted, again, I say, I am not downplaying what women go through because having to raise a child or children by yourself is something I saw my mother go through and I know it wasn't easy. I saw other parents go through. I know it's not easy. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that the mother of my children never went through that. But nevertheless, it's not like she didn't know what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was getting involved in. And she knew what could have happened afterwards. You know, for some reason, as society, it's like we don't think about the consequences of our actions. Therefore, when someone pops up pregnant, we are so surprised that it happened, yet we knew when we lay with that man or lay with that woman that having unprotected sex could lead to that. We knew that <laughs> uh, not pulling out could lead to that. Yes, in the spirit of, of the heat, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> in the spirit of the heat, you kind of don't want to. It feels too good for you to. I completely understand that. But in reality, they have other ways you can go around having the baby or having a child. And, I still, and I'm going to stand my grounds by saying we need to quit praising men and women for doing what they were supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And it happens a lot in the black community. You know, I'm not too sure how much it happens now, but I know uh, when I was growing up, if a man found out if uh, in uh, white people or Caucasian people, if white people or Caucasian people found out that they were having a child, the first thing, they, the first thing a man would do was do everything he can to get that woman to be by his side, period. You know, uh, having the children, and I think this is the difference between cultures, you know, um, and I'm really believing that this is the difference between cultures still today, is that from what I've observed with white people is that having children and raising those children properly was the only obligation. Everything else stopped when they found out they got somebody pregnant. And it turned out bad for some of them, yes, because they grew up in dysfunctional homes. But you're still talking about a man and a woman who accepted responsibility for what they did and did what they had to do to at least give those kids some type of future with both parents in the household. It doesn't happen so much in my community. You know what I'm saying? 
uh, the men run, and it, it's just a crazy situation either way it goes. But we don't look at raising kids as an obligation like we should, and that's one thing that we need to do. We need to look at raising kids as an obligation. If you really sat down and thought about it and asked yourself if you wanted kids, you'll be more careful about enjoying the process of having kids uh, than you are now, you know, but we it's just not like that with us. And I understand what I'm saying may fall on deaf ears. Death, deaf, deaf, not death, deaf ears. But there is some truth to it. There's a lot of truth to it, actually. Like in our community, we need to quit saying we are sacrificing and doing so much for our children when that's exactly what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to help them with their homework. We're supposed to teach them anything they want to learn to the best of our abilities or point them in that direction. We're supposed to prepare them for the world mentally, physically, uh, emotionally, and financially. That's our duty. The second that we find out that that seed is planted, it's our responsibility to put our lives on hold and make sure our children are raised properly. And, and let me say, maybe not necessarily put your life on hold, but your children need to be your priority. You know, um, this may be a crazy example, but I remember uh, I'd see people uh, going to every show Excuse me, with me being a spoken word artist that hasn't done spoken word in over a year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see people going to every single show knowing that they had kids. And my question would always be, well, if you're at every show, if you're at every event, and if you're popping up on the scene, if every time I turn around I see you on the scene at this event, that event, at this social function or that social function, how much time are you spending with your kids? Yeah, you're making progress in the community, but an absentee parent is an absentee parent, period. You know what I'm saying? We don't sit up here and think about it like that, though. We see the people in the community uh, doing whatever they got to do and praise them for that, but then ignore the fact that they got children that are sitting at home with their mother, aunt, cousin, babysitter, father possibly, while they out there doing everything they got to do. Yes. I don't even know what to say. You know, I don't even know what to say. Again, <laughs> I call this episode Parents in 101, but this is anything but Parents in <coughs> excuse me, 101. I'm going to leave that cough in there too. Uh, but this is anything but Parents in 101 unless you think about parenting on a more mental and spiritual level. You know what I'm saying? Which, in that case, it would be parenting one-on-one because basically what we need to do as men and women who have children is we need to quit acting like we're so special for doing what we were supposed to do. It's sad that the norm for us is a mother or a father not doing their jobs. We need to raise the bar Again, if we spent more time chastising the people who are not doing their jobs than we do praising the people who are doing what they're supposed to do, we could create a better community and a better society. Men need to check men for not being around their children. Women need to check women for taking advantage of their children when it comes to the man. And the man and the woman need to check each other when they see that something's not going right in that household. 
whether they're in the household or not. You know what I'm saying? We have to raise a bar. We keep talking about wanting a better society. We keep talking about wanting to be better people. We keep talking about how our culture is all messed up. But we don't do the main thing that we need to do to build our culture or to strengthen our culture. Our generation is done for. There's nothing else you can do to help our generation. The best way to help strengthen our culture is to strengthen the, 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 uh, the future of our culture. You know what I'm saying? We can't do nothing for who we are now. But we're so enticed with self-improvement, self-this and self-that to where we forget about the ones who are coming behind us. You know what I'm saying? We're so enticed with our own spiritual and mental freedom with all of these chakras and <sighs> blood moons and orange moons and blueberry, strawberry, and banana moons, whatever y'all sit up here and call it. We're so enticed with trying to find ourselves, not saying that you don't need to find yourself, but it, don't let finding yourself be something else that keeps you away from being a proper person that you need to be for your kids. You need to think about who you wanted as a child for a parent. Who did you want as a parent when you were a child and that's who you need to be towards your kids? You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I've done. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I could have been there for my kids in a lot more ways than I have been. But the one thing I said is they ain't going to ever have to sit up here and worry about who I am. They're not going to ever have to sit up here and worry about seeing me or spending time with me. Like They're going to always come first. Period. Anyway, <clears throat> I was trying to think of some other topics, and I stuck with uh, two of them that I wanted to talk about, which is quit saying you sacrifice for your kids because you're just doing what you're supposed to do. I did stick with another one that said uh, quit praising fathers for being in their children's lives because that's what they're supposed to do. You know, I added the topic of saying we need to quit praising single mothers so much, too, uh, granted, they do have it a lot rougher than someone who has, uh, than a child who has both parents there. But nevertheless, they lay down and they spread their legs. This is just the consequences of their actions. You know, as, as, as much praise as I give my mom on being a single mom with four kids and giving us a place to stay, that was still her responsibility. That was her obligation because she chose to get indulged, indulged in the activities that she got indulged in. Anything consensual, and I have to repeat that, anything consensual between a man and a woman and a woman gets pregnant, that's on a woman just as much as it is a man. You know what I'm saying? We need to quit giving women a pass on that. Um, and forgive me for sounding that way, I may sound wrong to a lot of people who will listen to this in the future or when I decide to discuss this again on a channel with people on my panel. But I'm still going to stand by what I said. If it was consensual, then you need to put the responsibility on that woman being pregnant on the woman just as much as a man. Because whether you believe it or not, women have more control over those situations than men do. There. I said it. <laughs> like I said, we are not going to do politically correct over here. Uh and I guess another thing I wanted to talk about is quit giving your thing, giving your kids things and complaining about what they do with it. You know, we don't even understand. And I guess this is actually a good topic to end it on 
like we don't even understand. This is for the parents who think they're good parents, but you actually not. You know what I'm saying? You wake up and you wonder why your kids are still acting out. I'm about to tell you exactly why your kids act out. And I need you to listen close. You're giving your children everything they need, but you're constantly throwing it up in their face. You give your kids the clothes that they need, but you constantly tell them, I buy you clothes. You give your, give your children money, but you constantly saying, I give you money. You're constantly doing for your children, and they want and need for nothing. Yet every time you turn around, you're bringing it up that you're doing it for them. Let me tell you what you're doing to that child when you're doing that. What you're doing to that child when you keep bringing up what you're doing for them in their face is you're building insecure adults. You're building insecure adults and you're also planting the seed of resentment inside of them. You know, this is the reason why you have children who want to grow up so fast. They don't want to grow up that fast because they don't enjoy being a child. They want to grow up so fast because they are tired of you throwing things in their face that you do for them. And it's very simple. You don't have to do it, but you choose to do it. I mean, granted, let's say you give your kids food, you give your kids basic clothes, and you give your kids the basic necessities uh, to go through life. That's an obligation, yeah. You want your kids to have the Jordans. You want your kids to have the latest technology. You want your children to always have money in their pocket. Truth be told, they don't need money in their pocket. Um, it's good for them to be able to spend their own money, but they're not going to die if they don't have money in their pocket and they're eating good at home. But you're doing all this for your children, and you're constantly saying, I did this for you. I did that for you. I did this for you. You are building so much insecurity in that child, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? They're constantly going to feel like they are not good enough for you. And since they feel like they're not good enough for their mother or their father, they're going to go out into the world feeling like they are not good enough for other people. Therefore, you're producing kids who are going to do everything they can to impress other people who are going to do everything they can to keep other people by their side, that just showed them a little bit of attention. Because every single thing that 